Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow is not yet here. All we have is today. So let us begin. That's a quote of Mother Teresa. Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow's not yet here. All we have is today. So let us begin. I thought of that quote as reflecting upon what Jesus spoke in today's gospel. But also thinking about the fact that most of us, if you're like me, struggle with that. Either we're caught up in the past, frustrations, regrets, or nostalgia about times that are better than the times we're living in now. Or the future screaming at us, full of anxiety and fear, desires and dreams. And what we miss out on is right now, the present moment, which is really the only place, actually, where we encounter God. We encounter God, not in the past, not in the future, but here, today, right now. Jesus said, this is the time of fulfillment, right now. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. He was trying to help his listeners understand that God was present to them. His life-changing love that could change their hearts. That's why he wanted to repent, to open themselves up to that. And to entrust the future to God. To believe that God would take care of them. And that God's mercy was big enough to handle their past. Jesus was inviting them to encounter God's love in the present moment. You see, the present moment for them was not exactly a really calm situation. Did you notice it mentioned that John had just been arrested? Jesus' cousin, a spineless, arrogant dictator of sorts, a government leader who really did not have anyone's best interest at heart other than his own, had put John in prison. And this was symbolic of what had been going on for decades in that region. Politically, things were very tense, very tumultuous. But even amidst that, Jesus said, now's the time of fulfillment. You can encounter God even in the midst of all this tension and tumult. Those people that were listening to Jesus today also had practical concerns like we do about health or finances, tensions in relationships, all the stuff we worry about all the time. They had those same things trying to distract them. And Jesus invited them to lay those distractions down for a moment and recognize that the kingdom of God was at hand, that God was with them in their lives here, right now, today. We saw when Jesus was in the desert in the first section of the gospel, the same thing happening. The desert was a difficult place, a place of extremes, extreme heat during the day, extreme cold at night, an isolated place. There was wild beasts there, a scary place, a really hard place to be for 40 days and 40 nights. And of course, Jesus was also encountering Satan himself, who was throwing his worst at Jesus. And yet in this really difficult situation, what did the good news tell us today? That Jesus encountered God there. In fact, God led him there. The Holy Spirit, God's love, was the one who led him to this place to begin with. And for 40 days and 40 nights, even though it was difficult, Jesus experienced the Father's love and care. Angels ministered to him. The good news for us today is that when we're going through difficult moments in our lives, when we're in a tough environment, When we're tempted, 
we can experience God the Father's love and care there. Just because things are hard and difficult, just because things are not the way we'd want them to be, does not mean that we cannot have a profound, life-changing encounter with God who's present to us in that moment, in the present moment here today. The past is gone. The future is not yet here. All we have is today, so let us begin. As director of vocation, they spend a lot of time encouraging young adults to think about their future, to open themselves up to the question, what does God want me to do with my life? And this is really important to ask because otherwise we kind of just float through life, generally taking the path that's easiest, most convenient, or kind of just what turns up, rather than be more intentional and seeking after the mission, the purpose that God's given to us. But there is a danger if all our thoughts are only about the future and trying to figure out this big plan for the next 10, 20, 30, 40 years. Because if we only think about the future, we miss out on today and what God's asking us to do here today. The danger is we just try to come up with schemes and plans so that everything in the future is under our control and we know what's going to happen Rather than saying, you know what, God's giving me opportunities today, and if I follow those passionately, if I don't procrastinate following God's inspirations, that's actually what's going to lead us into the future in the right direction. The people I know in life are most passionate and enthusiastic. The people who know their mission and own it and live it very well are the ones who stay in the present moment, who ask every day, what do you want me to do today? And then they do whatever the Lord tells them. They look for opportunities to love and to serve, to pray, to make a difference in the lives of other people. And that's what leads them to oftentimes heroic actions that they never would have dreamed of 10 or 20 years before. I think of Mother Teresa. She never, at the beginning, thought she'd found this big community that would spread all over the world, taking care of the poorest of the poor. She never imagined that there would be convents and houses and homes for the dying all over the globe when she first started taking care of sick, poor, dying people in Calcutta, India. She simply embraced the opportunity that was available to her today in that moment to serve God and live that way every single day. Today as we come to Mass, we're invited to look for opportunities today in the midst of our lives to experience God's love and to share that love with others. As we come to the altar today, we find ourselves distracted by the past, perhaps overwhelmed by it. We're invited to entrust it to God's mercy, which is big enough to handle it. We find ourselves preoccupied with the future. We're invited to leave it here at the altar and entrust it to God's providence and to receive from this altar Jesus himself, allowing him to love us, allowing him to do something new in our lives. The word Lent, in fact, means springtime, a difficult season, but a season of new beginnings, a season in which we experience what God is able to do if we're open to his love. Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow is not yet here. All we have is today. So let us begin.
I believe in one God.